Our world continues to change and push us in ways we have not been challenged before. On this show, we talk about these challenges, how to be aware of them, face them, and overcome them in your life. This is David Waldus, creator of the Align Living System. And I'm Nick Musica, Align Living Coach. Welcome to the Align Living System Podcast. Welcome to episode three of the Align Living System Podcast. I'm David and I'm here with Nick Musica. And our topic today is about how the universe communicates with us. And we can talk about signs, we can talk about intuitive hits, knowings, and uh, and just all the experiences that we've had along the way. And it's you know it's kind of funny when I look back on my path and I think about those big moments where I felt really just clear, powerful communication. Uh, some of it, there there was a lot of illusion to it where it was directing me towards something. Sometimes it's just really clear, clean. This is your next right thing. And this is where you need to put your energy. And so we'll talk a little bit about kind of how the universe plays this game with us. And, uh, you know, it's it's funny when you're getting communication uh, from the universe, I, I think it's really important to look at, you know, what is this that's communicating with us and what is the perspective of it? And so when we think about communication from a human level, we're like, you know, I, I want to know what the right thing to do is. I want to know where to put my energy. I want to know who I'm supposed to be around, who I'm not supposed to be around. Like we think about it in very logical decisions. And generally when we get the guidance from the universe or, you know, fill in the blank, how you want to describe that from the divine, uh, you know, I'll use the universe here just because I think it's a more universal uh, term that people can relate to. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, and so the perspective is always about the big picture for us, right? Like we have this life path. There's this journey we're on. There's these things we need to learn and develop in ourselves, the people that we're going to be engaging with and disengaging with and reengaging with and and all of that. And so the the perspective of the universe says the this is the life path of this human being that that I'm working with to help it unfold to help them navigate it to help them learn what they need to learn and become who that here they're here to become and play the role they're here to play and that's a very different perspective than the human going what makes me feel good which is often very ego related what's going to make me feel powerful you know what will and 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 I think earlier on in our life we often think you know, if I just get this, then that's going to put everything in order in my life. And if we, and then if I can just accomplish this and that'll put everything in order in order in my life. And those of us that have been on the planet a little longer ago, well, well, that didn't work. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and we realize that this is a long path of, you know, the, of learning about ourselves and things keep getting better as we, you know, as we get better, but there isn't that magic piece that goes, Oh, finally, I made the money I need to make. Now I'm happy. You know, quite often when people do that without the other development, they're much less happy because now they realize that didn't solve the problem. And, you know, or if it's when I meet this person that's going to, you know, be my partner and help me realize that I'm lovable and, you know, what it's like for me to give love, then I'll be fine. But what happens when we have these things fall into place is that it often reveals kind of the next thing we need to work on. And so, uh, I think it's going to be an interesting conversation today, Nick, with uh, looking back on the times that the universe has communicated with us and what it taught us, what we thought it was, what it really was, uh, the journey it took us on in our own personal developments and uh, and how, you know, ultimately we see it as support 
because it it's what guides us along our path. Yeah. So welcome, Nick. <laughs> Thanks, David. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to the conversation. It sounds like a ton of fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's so funny like, looking back on on all the different things that I thought meant one thing and and realized that it meant something else. And it, and I wouldn't change an a, an ounce of it. You know, I, I and I think that. You know, people often say that when they look back on experiences in their life that were very challenging, you know, what they got out of it. You know, it's, it, you know, I mean, we hear that from cancer survivors, you know, mm. how many of them say, you know, it was the hardest thing I ever went through. And there's some real blessings, you know, I don't look back on it as this horrible thing, even though it felt horrible in the experience that like it, it unlocked something in me that needed to be unlocked. And, you know, when we can look at, at, cancer that way you know which is you know this horrible devastating thing and i and i get that not everybody survives that and what everybody's journey looks different yet it's amazing how many survivors look back on it and see a blessing component to it about what it shifted in their life and and who they realize that they are and what their priorities are and how they want to live their life yeah i mean you, you could say the same thing <laughs> i i could say the same thing <laughs> about therapy it's very unpleasant also it's super it's it's also super productive assuming all all the things are in place to make it productive but uh um, yeah in retrospect it was amazing right it's like, right, like climbing a mountain right. or you know running a race you know you see these yeah. endurance athletes not too many of them are running down the trail with this big ass smile on their face right there yeah <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but you hear them retell this story and there's just <clears throat> so much joy in the in the in what came from the experience yeah yeah your pride and experience and um yeah yeah accomplishment good good old-fashioned pride good old-fashioned accomplishment yeah it's cool yeah <laughs> yeah so thinking about stories to start with you know it's one that was just popping in for me was uh when i'd first you know i'd, I'd left teaching and uh you know I'd, in my sales career before that and uh, and decided at this point that I was going to go ahead and do this work full time. And so I had opened up a little tiny healing center in uh, uh, in Aspen Park, which is Conifer, Colorado. And uh, it was this cool little shop that that I realized at a certain point, it just wasn't going to generate enough for this to be our income. And so we're, a friend of ours is a, a psychic and said, you know, I feel like you're supposed to be in Evergreen, which is the next town over. And so I asked for guidance and I got in the car and drove around and I, I remember driving through all these neighborhoods and, you know, it was a very affluent community. I was like, wow, you know, there's, there, I could see how this community could support what it is that we're trying to do. And then I was just guided to drive right into this parking lot into like this um, complex and parked and I'm sitting there going, Hmm. I wonder why I'm here. And I look up and I was literally parked in front of a for rent sign of a space and it ended up being the space we rented and it was absolutely perfect. And we were there for a year, you know, and, and, and in that year, like I grew in so many ways, you know, there, I learned so much about myself, about the business, about what it took to manage a business. Cause we had a retail space and a yoga studio and we did events and there was like five practitioner, four practitioner rooms. And it, it was, it was a blast. And I was working like 80 hours a week. And the only thing that really ultimately was making money was my private practice myself. And so at the end of it, like, as we realized this just wasn't going to be, it wasn't going to be sustainable. You know, we closed the center 
and I, you know, I, I just went into private practice. I, I think that story could be told in, in several different ways. One is like, oh my God, there was this guidance. I was, you know, shown in no uncertain terms, like here's your space. Like it was just so clear. And then it failed. Or we could tell the story of, as I just told it, <laughs> right? And, and then and, it failed. <laughs> you just worked your ass off for a year, lost a bunch of money. And, you know, like, like you know, who's telling the story, right? I kind of like the first one and <laughs> the first version of it. But, and when I look back on it, like, it's not, you know, I don't feel like I'm looking at it through rose-colored glasses. It just feels so clear to me of how much became clear how much it was about can't be tethered to a brick and mortar mm. space right now. This doesn't make sense for you. You can reach a much wider audience. There's a, you know, bigger things for you to do. And none of it was taking, you know, lemons and making lemonade out about it. It was, you know, yes, it was hard when we had to close the space, but moving forward, it just felt like this is just, it felt so in alignment. And, <clears throat> you know, I didn't feel like I got set up by being told this is a space because, you know, I think that's what the universe does is it gives us, here's your, the moments for you to learn, take what you're going to out of it, when, what your wins are going to be. And there's also going to be stuff that's going to fall apart as you're ready to take what you've learned in these situations to the next level. And the moment that we think that the guidance we have is about something that's always going to be sustainable and just this through path. And this is just what we're doing now. I think we're setting ourselves up because the universe is really guiding us on our path, helping us to make sure we learn what we're going to learn and develop how we're going to develop. And, you know, if our friends did that to us, they'd be a bunch of jerks. But when the universe does it, it's this loving, caring <laughs> experience. Right? I was, I was wasting my time on social media recently. <laughs> I'm sure someone, someone listening could probably relate to that. Um, and there was this video of Tom Hanks, talking to a bunch of it was like i don't know what it was it looked like a little like a round table where actors were just talking to each other and oh and, and then the the topic was uh or the question was what what do you wish you had known earlier right and his response was something like you know when you're when you're down in the dumps and you feel like nothing's working for you um <clears throat> i wish i'd known earlier that that was going to pass yeah. And, 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 and everyone's go ahead, go ahead. And then it was going to serve me. Like what I was going to yes. learn from that was going to be gold later on. Right, 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 right. And, and everyone's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, like the wise words of Tom Hanks, um, <laughs> fatherly figure in front of all these folks. And, and he goes, and, and so, you know, I, I want you to like that. That's what I wish I would, I learned it, it, that it was going to pass. And, and then there's the, yeah. yeah. And then there's the flip side, the, the flip side being, you know, when, everything is going great and nothing can go wrong. Like that's also temporary. Like, so it's right, this, right. Flow and, it, and, and I just wish I knew the rhythm of things, good and bad in quotes, you know, right. Uh, when things aren't going for you and then when things are going for you, that it's, 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 it's a temporary thing. And, and we yeah. get to learn from, from each of those situations. Yeah. Some, sometimes and, and learn the value of it all. Totally. Right. Totally. And that, yeah. Totally. And, and, and the same thing, like when we look back on our favorite times, you know, is it only the good times or is it we can look back and go, gosh, look what I learned there. Like what I'm seeing is not the suffering I was in. What I'm seeing is what came from that suffering. And I, and I feel like I really relate to that a lot when I look back on on stuff that really was struggle in the time. Like, yeah. you know, I'm so grateful for that me 
that went through that shit so that I have what came out of it now as the present me. And yeah. I think that's a, a really powerful perspective to have is, is that gratitude for our past self and, you know, the appreciation um, that our, our present and future self gets the game. Totally. Totally. And, and a rare, maybe rare, <laughs> maybe, maybe exceptions. Um, you, as you're going through it, you can still, you don't have to suffer as much. It, it could be not a great situation, Yeah, but yeah but you can you can see the value the learning experience playing out sometimes so yeah, once you have uh, that wisdom right uh yeah so i'll pretend i have that wisdom <laughs> so about a year ago <laughs> i uh i ended up in the hospital uh for four days after misreading my little girl cat and um it didn't work out for me i ended up picking her up and with the intention of letting Mike, the carpet guy, do what he has to do. He can, he typically, and she was kind of freaked out by the carpet guy being in your house, right? She was freaked out. Yeah. And this wasn't the first time, you know, like this, this is the rhythm. Go get the cats, put them in the in the bathrooms, let them whoop and holler. Mike does his thing. Cats come back out a couple hours later. Everything is fine. The cats just don't well, like Mike. <laughs> cat did not like my finger. <laughs> Ultimately, that was the price. That, yeah. yeah, that was the price of it all. And so... So our little girl, Ninja, she, she got some signals that something was happening. And so she was now on alert. I didn't read those signals that she was giving me. And I was like stressing out. And I just had to get her, put her, put her in the bathroom so Mike can do his thing. I grab her eventually. And as I'm holding her, bringing her into the bathroom, I'm, I'm, I have my one hand on her, her scruff of her neck and the other supporting her body. And my index finger is right in front of her face. <laughs> right in front of her little face. And all of a sudden... I feel this intense pain in my right hand index finger and she bit me uh, as it turned out she and I said this shortly after her biting me I said I, I think she hit the bone it was it was very intense I was standing over yeah, the over yeah. the sink sweating bleeding uh out of my finger and I was thinking I, I think this is what a passing out feels like but but I didn't pass out but I went through a whole rigmarole of go to urgent care the next day where the doctor said, ah, it'll be, I, you probably think this is bad. I've seen way worse. Take this, take this medication for 10 days. You'll be fine. It's going to get worse before Put it gets some antibiotics better. on it. Yeah. 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 Just take these antibiotics. And then about 10 days later, you and I are hiking and you're like, you're still wearing that bandage. I was like, yeah, you said it was going to get worse before it gets better. Let me see that. And he's like, you, you got to go back. Really? Yeah. You got to get, it looked like some type of awful exotic. It was so bad. I'm like, whatever was, you think is getting better. That is not getting better, man. That's it's a not getting better. Major, that's a major infection. Yeah. Major infection. Yeah. Major infection. Did, did you read all the things online, Nick? I did. I felt fine other than what my finger looked like. Um, and so whatever, like it made, it made a mistake. <laughs> um, <laughs> not a great mistake. Uh, so end up going to the ER, fast forward a couple days after that, go back to the ER, get checked in. Now I'm in the hospital for four days yeah. and I'm sitting there in Southern California watching, watching the one being cared for. Like it was a stressful time. So like the appreciation of being cared for was, was right, fantastic. Right. Yeah. That was yeah. quite lovely. Perfect. No, but, but definitely cared for. Um, and seeing the traffic on the five going back and forth, back and forth. I just kept thinking, where are these people going and like, and, <laughs> and how, and, and I, and this is shortly after COVID. Right. And then, so one of my coping mechanisms was, mechanisms was never leaving the house. And so now I'm feeling like <laughs> I should leave the house. Like 
It looks Look at exciting. All these people it's, leaving their houses. Yeah, they're going places. Where are they going? It doesn't even matter. But I want to go someplace, and so I'm like so, sort of getting excited about excited about getting out of the hospital and going anywhere. It didn't even right, matter where. Right. So I get out of the hospital. I get six weeks of antibiotics that my wife has to shoot into my into my arm through a pick line, and and four weeks of oral medication. And and here's how sometimes information shows up for me. Sometimes I get it in songs. And and one day I woke up and I started to hear Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone. And I thought, oh, that's not good. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not I, good. I think it's important to say like that there's a feeling when it comes in. It's not not like just a song comes on, but there's some sort of a connection with the song. Like, yes. oh, that feels really resonant for some reason. It feels important for some reason. Rather than Absolutely. just like, oh. I'm saying along to danger zone. It's like, oh, there's a yeah. oh shit moment with it, right? Or a clarity uh, moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, I, I forget the term, earbug, earworm, something like that, where you can't mm. get a song out of your head. That's not what sure. this is. This, this, this is this is something like I wake up out of bed and like for whatever reason the song is playing in my head. And it um, hits you. Yeah. And yeah, and there's there's a pause of like what is like get in tune with this song. What's going on here? Yeah. And, and given the situation, it was pretty clear what was going on here. <laughs> um, sort of. And, and so, like now, I'm paying attention to you know is is are things going in the wrong direction, right? Um, right. And this is like week week four, right? Yeah. And, and this it's a small bone. When I was in the hospital, the doctor's like, "Ah, oh, you should be fine. Six weeks of medication is we typically give that for a big bone, a femur. You yeah. you should be fine." Okay, but then one of the doctors, I had doctors coming over to the house, wonderful, <laughs> being cared for, right? Wonderful. Um, and one of the doctors comes over and he goes, how are you feeling? And I go, you know, I, I'm feeling pretty good, actually feeling pretty optimistic. Like, you know, it's like, it's, it's not getting, it's not getting worse. Feels pretty good. And he looks at, it, he goes, that thing's not done. Yeah. And, and like, immediately I get knocked, knocked off my, like, feel good. Everything is okay. Type Your illusion. <laughs> my, but here's the thing. It sort of, it wasn't really an illusion. It was, it was the, it was the next song that came through was bad medicine. I, I don't want to say the name of the company that <laughs> these doctors were from. However, it suggested that they were not, they were delivering something that was not necessarily good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it turned into the messaging as it turned out was not good. So now I start freaking out. I can't mm -hmm. sleep. I go to the doctor, uh, I get sleep aids. Like it was like, everything was fine up until like, it really wasn't fine. Danger zone yeah. and then bet and then bad medicine. Fast forward a month later, whatever it is, a couple of weeks later, I'm, I'm at the uh, infectious disease doctor getting checked out again. And, and he looks at my finger and he's like, yeah, we're going to get that pick line out of you. And, and I'm, I'm thinking like, things are, things are not good because the last real message I got from a doctor was that thing's not done. That's not yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. He, he takes the pick line out of me and he goes, I think you've been over medicated. I think you've been over antibiotic. You're going to, you're going to be yeah. fine. Yeah. And so it goes this, this emotional roller coaster of like yeah. feeling good. And they were talking about it. amputating it during that time too. When I was in the hospital, there was, yeah, like yeah. The, the hand doctor came through and said, um, uh, we, we should get an MRI. Let's go take a look at that thing. Uh, and yeah. so I got an MRI on the finger. Like it was, uh, it was potentially going to be very bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And at the end of all of it, and even looking a year later, like everything is really easy in hindsight, <laughs> super easy. <laughs> and and if you had some amount of that wisdom you were suggesting, like things are good for a while and let, let's pretend it was at play. Then it's just, you know, the cart fell off the rails. Um, but 
there was messaging showing up, at least for me, in the songs. And um, I allowed my emotions to get the best of me. And yeah, it yeah, was it was on into the I remember there was a lot of fear that you had to work through. You know, am I going to lose my finger? Is this going to spread? Is this? Yeah. 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 Am I ever going to be able to bend my finger again? You're like, I was really yeah. good at pointing and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was months before you could bend your finger. Yeah. 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 And when I came when I came home from the hospital, I, I have a Mac and you can uh, you, you can put your index finger on the little control and, and it'll bring the screen back. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't. Do, yeah. It wasn't doing that because my finger was so not distorted. necessarily. My, wow. Yeah. Not was it my finger. Um, That's crazy. So, yeah. So, so song song is one of the ways that. Yeah. I, yeah. At least and I animals. It, it, yeah. And so like when, and animals, you know, and like, animals. Right. And so, I mean, th this is the part that I think is the most fascinating is that the whole piece <laughs> of like self-care, you know, the idea of what it felt like to actually be taken care of, to like pull you out of the house. Yeah. And there was just so many layers of the shifts I need to make. Right. Yeah, that's true. And, and you know, th and that's great. Those are almost like secondary messages, but like the, the, I, I think it's just so fascinating that within a, you know, a year and a half of that is really when your animal communication stuff started popping up. And, yeah. and, and like, to me, it just feels so linked, right? Like that, you know, there's different ways animals communicate. Sometimes they do it with their teeth, right? <laughs> and the whole piece, you know, it makes me wonder if Ninja, your cat was like communicating with you and you weren't getting it, you know? Um, and so they, they use a secondary, you know, they're like, we're like, use your words. You're like, I tried, <laughs> you know, so now I'm going to use my teeth. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure she was, she was being a very good communicator, including the time that she bit me, right. Leading up to that and then biting me 100%. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then like, and then like the irony of the universe, right. So seven months later, I think I sat down with, went to Carlsbad psychic fair sort of on a whim. And sat down with a, a psychic medium, and among other things, she said, "So, they're, they're showing me Doctor Doolittle. They're showing me that you can talk to animals." And I thought, that, "That's that's hilarious." Do they also <laughs> know I was I was in the hospital seven months ago for four days. Like, they're like, they're like, so you 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 can you've gotten pretty good at talking <laughs> to animals. Now the next thing is learning to listen to them. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. New talking, talking at them is very different than communicating with them. Oh, oh yeah, right, right, right. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so looking back on that journey, like, and this is the, you know, I was referred to as a cosmic joke, you know, like you went through this <clears throat> stuff where there was this deep fear. There was this, you know, really kind of some intense suffering with it. And it was teaching you in and bring you into all this greater awareness leading into, you know, the irony of it becoming about animal communication. And, That's true. and, and, and like, it's so fun <laughs> to look back and put the breadcrumbs together, put the pieces together um, because there's just so much, so much support. I mean, there's there. And, you know, when we're in it, if our head's just down and we're, you know, looking at our own belly button or look at our own feet, you know, like we're missing everything. We're just in the human shit of it. And, you know, and now I often talk about it like being, you know, one of the things that happens here a lot in Colorado is the sun will be out and it'll rain at the same time. And, mm. and it's such an interesting thing. And like, I often feel that way, you know, it's like, there's two things going on. Yeah. It's raining, but there's also 
you know, all this positive stuff and, and they can show up at the same time unless all we do is focus on the rain, unless we just go, Oh my God, you wouldn't believe what happened to me and this and that. And that, and then wait, 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 wait. And hopefully in retrospect, we get it. Or can we be really present with the big picture of what's actually going on here? You know, because yeah. I know the universe doesn't just kick my ass to kick my ass. I know there's, there's something going on. Here. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was more than one thing coming out of that, that, situation that was you know a learning experience gratitude i should get out of the house the feeling of care all, all those things and regarding the animal communication you can make a really easy argument of you did not treat ninja as an equal yeah you, you didn't yeah yeah you, you, you did things you, that you, were you not... disregarded what she wanted because you were focusing on what you needed in the situation Abs right absolutely yeah. 100 i totally put my needs and um and the situation above trying to work it out in a way that it would have been more productive yeah. without a doubt. And one of the, you know, fast forward a year plus later, you know, one of the tenets of communicating with critters is um, we are not, we, we, we separate ourselves from, from the animals. We, we are, we are a human animal. They are non-human animals. We are all animals. Yeah. And, yeah. And and we're all here for reasons, and the reasons why we are here is just as um, valid and mm -hmm. beneficial, yeah. Um, and and should be be respected as the reasons why they're here. And right, right. And that was not that was not how I acted uh, a year ago with Ninja. Not even close. Yeah. Um, and and so that was an enormous lesson. And sometimes you 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 almost have to lose a finger <laughs> to learn yeah. a positive. Well, you lesson. know what? I'm, I'm remembering during this time too, because I remember us being out hiking. And I remember you with your big wrap on your finger <laughs> and how much more sensitive you were becoming to the energetics too. Cause there's a place we would go hiking a lot uh, where the energy uh, yeah. was pretty intense and there was like a lot of experience there for us. Yeah, and yeah. I remember like all of a sudden there being a huge jump in your sensitivity during that time too, which is pretty fascinating. You're just getting chills, right? <laughs> just watch yeah, that. Yeah. For those people that are just listening, like Nick just got a big shiver up and down his spine. And, and that whole piece of like, you know, what we think stuff is about at the human level, you know, like there, there's often a lot more going on. There's a lot more opening up in us. And the way that the universe kind of cracks us open to become more tuned in, to become more aligned with you know, with what our, our purposes. And I, I actually just got this very distinct memory of you going, you know, it was my fault. I wasn't paying attention to what Ninja needed. I, and I remember you actually saying those words and you had no mm -hmm. idea what you were actually saying at that point in, in reflection of the way you just shared it. Now you were just saying she was trying to communicate with me and I wasn't listening. And, yeah. and it, it kind of takes on a whole nother meaning now. Do you remember talking about that? I remember you you describing that every time you're like, I'm not mad at the cat. I wasn't paying attention to what she was trying to tell me. Yeah, I, I had no yeah I, uh, vaguely. And and I, I could I could only relive the I can relive the memory best in terms of my feelings about how I would have been feeling when I expressed that. And I, I have no ill will for her. She she's still around. She's doing great. Like <laughs> and, and people ask that question. Uh, well, oh, that sounds terrible. Four days. Oh, the finger. Uh, how's the cat doing? And, people, <laughs> yeah. and like, and half of those people were expecting, like, God, oh, that that cat is no longer on the planet. And it's like, yeah. like, it wasn't her fault. It wasn't yeah. her fault. Yeah. yeah, she was trying to communicate she, with you. She reacted. And then she, she was stressed. And then she and did then communicate. She did. With you. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the first chapter in your book of about animal communication. If if you decide to write it. <laughs> 
<laughs> sometimes communication's it. subtle and sometimes it's super clear. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk if you, about if you, it's kind of I mean, and that's really what the universe is, right? Like when we get these communications, they often come in very subtle, these little oh, nudges. Yeah. And when we go, you know, we get busy, we get caught up in what we're trying to create and what we think we want, and we just keep ignoring them. And then, you know, the the world bites us, the universe bites us. And we go, oh, now like, you know, you could have like you didn't have to be <laughs> yeah. so intense about it. Like, well, I, you know, I nudged you 15 times, you ignored every one of those. It, 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 it seems like once you get cracked open, yeah. there's there's less tolerance for the merry-go-round of not learning the lesson. Yeah, and there's yeah, yeah. right, and there's a little bit more of like, but now's the time to learn the lesson. So if if you didn't get it the first time on the merry-go-round, we're going to speed up the ride a little bit. Yeah, um, and I think things are accelerating these days too, where it's like I nudged you twice, you know, it's three strikes and you're out kind of thing. Like, like yeah. now you get the smack. And yeah, and, and yeah. I, I do feel like when I feel these little nudges, like I, I take them, I, I don't know, like I, I'm trying to find the right words here because it's not like I take them seriously, like, oh shit, the universe. It's just like, you know, when, when somebody that you have a lot of respect for says something to you, you go, oh, let, let me take that in. Like, I'm, I'm going to give this a ton of value versus like somebody just, you know, blabbing along and saying stuff to you and you go, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Thanks. I got my own opinion. Um, but when the universe speaks to me now, I give it a lot of respect because I know the value of it and, and I, and I see it as on my side. And yeah. I think this is one of the things that gets a little confusing about it is because when we have stuff happen that feels like it's against us or it's against what we're trying to create, or, you know, something falls apart that was really important to us, we can feel like it's not for us. But remember that the opening here, the universe has a very different perspective than like, Oh, you know, I'd love to help you create this egoic thing that you think is going to make you feel great. And maybe I will just so you can realize that it won't make you feel great. Or maybe I'm going to redirect you so that you're not spending a bunch of time creating things that um, are, are about lessons and I can help you move <clears throat> forward. And, and I, you know, I, I think that we all go through a learning curve with that. Like when I look back at a lot of the original guidance I got, so much of it was about unsustainable experiences where I learned so much and grew in so many ways and mm. that developed over time. And now so many of the hits I get are, you know, maybe there's little subtle learnings, but a lot of it now is about how I'm going to show up, how I'm going to offer my gifts, you know, how, how am I going to bring that to the world? And, and it feels very different. And I can almost feel at this point, something that, that I completely missed a, a nuance in the intuitive knowing or in those psychic hit is that there's a hollowness when it's about a lesson and, and I can feel that thoroughness when it, and I can almost feel it like forming into my future when it's about something that, that is sustainable. And like, this is about your alignment. And, and this other thing is about what you need to learn so that you can get back in your alignment. And, and yeah. they almost have a, like something that, you know, was, you know, it's almost like somebody who's really, you know, good at picking up accents. Two people might hear it and go, yeah, that's the same accent. But somebody who's really well trained in it would go, no, there's a variation there. You know, that person's from wherever and this person's from here, even though it sounds the same because we've yeah. trained our ear. And yeah. and I think that we we start to get better and better at that and, and and playing along with the cosmic joke. You know, while we're in it, we don't, you know, put our head down, start at our feet and get, you know, like, why is this happening to me? You know, it, we still say, why is this happening? We don't go to me. We go, you know, what? what is this trying to teach me? Like, what's the gift in this? And, you know, what's my path forward in my alignment? Uh, it's, it's a very different why one's a victim and the other one is like, 
all right, you know, what do I have to learn here and how can I move forward and what's good about this? How is this the universe supporting me? For sure. Yeah. I don't know where or when, um, but at some point it came, it became extremely clear that we, we didn't get, we're not here without support. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it's a matter of how does that support show up? You know, and for, for me, it's songs in, mm-hmm. in one aspect. Sometimes it's hearing things and, and people go, well, what does it sound like? Um, <laughs> it sounds like my own voice, but here's the difference is like to, to equate it to a, a genre of music. Like if, if I think in, in almost like a blues type rhythm, every once in a while, jazz will show up and you're like, what what was that um and it's and it's subtle it's Mm -hmm. a subtle type of switch in the in the music but it's after you after you recognize it a couple times it's way easier to recognize it again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and 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 when we're safe in it too where we can kind of sit and really listen and be in it because we're not like, it doesn't feel like the stakes are as high meaning that like oh i gotta know this like i gotta find the thing that's gonna make everything okay like when, when we're starting with that foundation of everything's okay, I'm fine tuning my life. I'm making it better. And sometimes there's disruptions mm. for sure, but I'm still okay. And when we start with, from with the, the base place of I'm okay. And there's a through path. It's very different than that feeling, that illusion that says uh, like life and death, you know, Oh, I got to get this job or I got to find the right thing here. I can't get this wrong. If I do, Oh, Oh shit. It's not going to be okay. And the truth is it is going to, be okay you know and again there's always people that may have these extreme experiences that are you know about somebody passing or about thing when things aren't okay and you know that's a whole nother deeper level of soul contract and all that but when we're talking about our, our own life path of moving forward um you know these these things are are here to to work with us in concert when we realize that and we spend most of our life funny against it, feeling like these are the obstacles. These are the things that are, you know, stopping me from getting what I want rather than this is what I need to learn so that I can get what I want. And what, and I'm also going to learn that what I thought I wanted probably isn't what I want. And I'm actually from this experience, <laughs> I'm actually going to get what's fulfilling and in alignment with me rather than what's going to feed my ego and then go, Oh shit. Now this is even worse. Cause I thought that would fix everything and it didn't. And now I don't know what to do because I'm before I was poor and sad. Now I'm rich and sad <laughs> you know, or, or whatever, whatever it was. And like, if I can't, if money doesn't make me happy. What is, or, you know, yeah. like I thought that relationship was going to make me happy, you know, before I was lonely and sad. Now I'm, you know, in love and sad or whatever, whatever it is. It's, um, like, like we try to correct things and we think that that's, you know, that's where we started this conversation. Right. Yeah. 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 It, it, going back, going back to social media, it, like it, every once in a while, something really lovely shows up. Tom Hanks showed up. Also <laughs> there, there was some phrase, uh, on some, some page I'm following. Um, it was, it was something like first I'm going to accomplish all the things, then I'll find peace. And and they said, but, but, but really what's going to happen is first you're going to find peace. Then you're going to accomplish all the things like yeah, that's, yeah. Or you're gonna, let's, re- yeah, let's, yeah. 
you're going to accomplish, you're accomplish all the things that you thought you wanted, find out that didn't bring you peace. And then right, you're going to find yeah. peace and then you're going to accomplish the things that match that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I got to start taking screenshots of these things. Yeah. But, but that, <laughs> I mean, that's my interpretation of it. I don't know if that's that, exactly what they're saying, but yeah. That is exactly. It was like peace second is not going to work out for you. Peace first is, is how it's going to work out. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I think this is what's so important about as humans, like, you know, and, and maybe we can argue that the new kids that are coming in have a, a, a much greater alignment, a much deeper connection with that, that truth but most of us that come onto the planet you know we don't know what we want we we just are taught by society what you know is cool and what's going to be powerful and what other people want and how it's going to make other people see us and we pursue those things because of course we do and then when we get them we find out oh shit that was just a big illusion right and and so you know it may mess with our identity it may mess with our sense of purpose and and that's really when the stuff gets good. You know, that's, you know, when I, when I look at my own life, when I look at all the clients I've worked with, when did life really become good for these people? Like really truly fulfilling and not this chase of something that they realized was never going to make them happy. It, it was when they had that disillusionment, when they, when they achieved the things that mm. they were after in whatever area of life it was. And they said, God, this just makes me feel more vulnerable now, a fear of losing that because that's where it's going to be, you know, or the next thing I need to create or the, like, there's, that's not where my fulfillment is. It's just another trap. It's just, you know, I walk around the corner and there's an, another thing to make me feel insecure, another thing for me to chase, another thing that pushes off my ability to feel comfortable and peaceful and stable in myself. Um, and when they have that moment of disillusionment, sure there's a recovery period but that's where the breakthrough is and uh you know we don't have to have it and i think a lot of new kids maybe won't um but for most of us that is our path or we just keep chasing the illusions <laughs> you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's your choice <laughs> there's a or b you know <laughs> Just choose A until you're ready to choose B. That's that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, this is an interesting conversation. That's that's cool. It's uh, I mean, there's so many layers to it and so many stories. It's uh, you know, and, and when I look back on that, like it just puts a big smile on my face thinking about all the different uh, guidance that I've received over the years and all the weird experiences and places I've ended up and situations I've worked through and how awesome all of it is. And as I look back on it, um, you know, like it's just this, this incredible experience of living life, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, and then the next version of that, where we get to enjoy it while we're doing it, that's a whole nother level. (laughs) I mean, if, if you, if you just won the lottery, if you just got the VC money, if you just, if you just exited and you're a bazillionaire and it's not feeling um, it's not feeling fulfilled right now, may I humbly suggest uh, go, go making friends with a cat and, and, <laughs> and, and putting your finger in their mouth and, and treating, and, and maybe they'll treat your finger like their mouth is a stapler. I don't know. Um, you're yet sued <laughs> now by a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that's okay. Well, maybe just a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> they can afford a lot of legal services. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was I was fortunate to have some cat bite medicine. You know, we we all get a version of medicine. That yeah. was mine. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I don't. I think we don't necessarily get to pick what it is. It gets demonstrated <laughs> to us. 
And it's some of the best things that can happen to us um, because whatever knocks us out of that illusion, what knocks us out of that chase, what brings us into fulfillment, you know, I, I've seen it just every time somebody has that experience. It's just, you know, I, I, like I now things that I thought were disgusting or I actually bring me the most joy or things that I thought were no, like, like tasks that I would never want to do. Like, it's funny. I guess I should tell that story. Like I, this one client who was talking about um, having to care give for somebody and do things mm. that, you know, were, would be a, like just disgusting to them in the, in the past. And they also had a lot of experience where they're on this pedestal and like big deal stuff, you know, in how people receive them. And, and they were, they were talking about like, it was just so weird going through this transformation in them, how much more they were enjoying being a caregiver, taking on tasks that, you know, in the past would have been like, Oh my God, like it makes me want to gag thinking about it, but actually finding joy in being this, the person that they are and providing the service and, and, and how authentic it felt and how much it put them in touch with their deep self as opposed to chasing these these experiences um, that never ended and never really brought fulfillment because it was just the next way to prove yourself. Uh, and, you know, that's a little bit of an extreme example of it, but it, it is pretty interesting when we find ourselves finding pleasure in stuff and fulfillment and deep meaning in things that we would never even, even wanted to do before. And uh, it doesn't mean we don't have those moments where we do get to stand on stage or do get to, you know, where people get impressed with us, but they don't mean anything more to us than, um, than these other moments of connection and fulfillment. It's, it's pretty remarkable Very and humbling. Cool. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, great conversation, Nick. Uh, I love where this went today and uh, tune in for, uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. We'll be putting these out every week. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're liking this too, and you want to, we still have the Align Living Foundation podcast, which has a ton of episodes to it, 70 something, um, feel free to go through There's tons of, uh, of content there as well. This library will keep building, uh, but this is just the third one. So, uh, if you're, if you're wanting more, you can always go back into the uh, archives of the Align Living Foundation podcast. Uh, but go ahead and subscribe to the Align Living System podcast too. And uh, if you're liking what you hear, we'd love uh, more reviews that helps get it out there and for more people to listen. So thanks so much for tuning in and have a great week. Thanks for listening. See you next time. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast. And if you did, please subscribe so you can catch the next episode. If you want to learn more about the Aligned Living System and how it could support you in your life, check out davidwaldus.com. 